3: Warning, this podcast contains strong opinions, rants, words and complete and utter honesty. But that's not going to stop you, is it?
1: Hello. Hello. Welcome to Thursday and Ditch New Year's Resolution Day. I like that. Is that because now it's like the
3: 17th of January? We're like halfway through the month and everyone's like, fuck that. Jim, fuck off. Chocolate, welcome.
1: Do you, this is a very boring fact, uh, but how many percentage wise of people give up their New Year's resolution by the end of January? 95. 65, actually. Oh, okay. 65. Uh, but that's still that's quite a lot high. of people. That's a lot of people. I mean, you're only a month into the year. I just think with New resolutions as well, just don't bother. Bullshit. This is, and this, like I say this as a life coach, why deprive yourself? Why limit yourself in the crappiest month of the year? It's bad enough as I it know. is anyway. I'm
3: not doing dry January. I do
1: the opposite. I'm like, I get out a really nice bottle of red. And do I'm like, you? yeah, because I'm just like, you could have been. Enjoy it. I'm going to LA. You're going to LA? LA. I can't exactly. Wait. I've, I've, got, I've got a couple of spa d- bits, and I'm working quite a lot on finishing celebs at the moment. But I've got f- nice little spa days planned. I'm to s- out tonight with my friend. No, Where are you going? Sexy Fish? I don't know yet. I
3: think she's booked her. Mm, that's nice. Um, but anyway, welcome. welcome to Loose Lips Extra Lippy. Oh, fuck <laughs> Welcome to Loose Lips Extra Lippy. I'm Louisa Zisman. And I'm Anna Williamson. And every Thursday, we will be bringing you that little bit of extra lip. <laughs>
1: Clap, chat, rants and advice. You why are you doing that to your breasts? Fondling my boobs. I've got really sore boobs today.
3: Oh god, maybe you're pregnant. No, I'm definitely not. Are you are?
1: No, but I think, That's <laughs> I think this is a sign. I think this is a sign. I think this is a sign,
3: yeah. Do you think that um, it's socially appropriate to be you massaging your breasts?
1: But you know? No, it's not socially appropriate, but we're in a personal, private situation, Louisa Zisman. <laughs> Talking the about um, watching. private <laughs>
3: <laughs> situations.
1: So you have tried your love
3: balls that I bought you for yeah, Christmas? I have. No, you haven't. I have. Did you use the extra large? I want to know what size went
1: in. I oh know. no, mine had that. No, yeah, yours had that. No, mine were like two little ones. Did they vibrate? Oh, um, not that I know of, no. Did they make you orgasm? I, no. Did they feel good? Well, I'm going to say is, did they exercise the vag? Well, like you have to sort of clench them in a bit. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Did you
3: keep? Did you walk around with them? No, no,
1: I didn't. I just tried them. Okay. Um, Alex had gone out, so I thought, can I try? (laughs) But I'll be honest. it, It was quite nice because. Things are, things, you know, things have things have been slack a bit, yeah. you know, since birth. You and know. you got fisted by that woman. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I did. No, yeah. I actually did. I actually had a pelvic floor, like, examination. examination. And the woman basically fisted her and went, yeah, the vag is huge. <laughs> I could fit my other one up here too. <laughs> Just then I pinged back. She said, here's a little fact for you, fact fans. Um, the vagina is like an accordion. So during birth, it stretches like an accordion and then contracts. So Mine hasn't
3: quite contracted. Oh, well, we bloody
1: know that. I'm always peeing myself. Mm. So anyway, anyway, more about the so love balls. Tell me. Was well, it good? I d- yeah, I mean, yeah. What did you do exercise N- then? No, you just kind of clench, put it. It's not that remarkable. As in, oh. you just like put them in and clench. But it's good because then you have to be mindfully aware of them yeah. as you're walking along, which is good. Yeah, because you're
3: then exercising your pelvic just floor. Keeping
1: the keeping the muscles torn. We
3: get the raw deal as women, don't yeah, we? we do. Periods, mm. extra weight gain, pregnancies, Ugh, stretch marks. Even when bins. we have sex, it's messy for the woman after. Yeah, it's
1: true.
3: It's, it's true. all grim being it's a woman. Grim, isn't it? Then gender pay gap. Yeah. Gender discrimination. Yep.
1: Trying to think of something true. else. But yeah, I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. Yep. I'm with yep. you, Lulu. And well, let's see what what Joe. She's another woman that's got a bit of a rant on today. Let's um, see
0: what Joe yeah, saying. What have you got, Joe? This is Jo, and I need to tell you what's really fucking me off. People who post status messages on Facebook and it's aimed at somebody who is not even on Facebook. Yeah. They are normally happy birthday birthday messages. Yes. To your one year old. Happy birthday to my darling husband. He's not on Facebook. Or your cat. I wanted to wish him a happy... Well, if he's not on fucking Facebook, why are you putting it on your status? (laughs) Happy birthday to my nan. She's not on Facebook. But if she's not on Facebook, (laughs) get it off my timeline. I don't give a shit. Uh, my, My best is... Oh, we lost you three years ago, Grandad, but we still think about you. Grandad's not on Facebook, is he? So, why the fuck am I having to read this shitty status message? The other thing they do is they also tag people who can't read as well as not being on Facebook. Oh, I want to wish my two-year-old yeah, the best too. day ever for her birthday. <laughs> mummy loves You make mummy so yes. proud. Um, are you that proud because she can fucking read, can she, at two? She's not on Facebook. Get it off my timeline. I don't need to see that shit. I couldn't give a fuck. Oh, so it's like me walking into the supermarket, standing on the fucking checkout and saying... Hi everybody, we've never met, but I wanted to say thank you to my aunt, who is not with me. No one gives a fuck, so oh, get it is off angry. my timeline. Joe jo. is angry. I actually so started doing a Louisa, and I've started calling my friends out when they do it. Good oh, girl. I've messaged back and gone, time. oh, if they're not on Facebook, mate, why is it on my timeline? <laughs> get it off. It's pissing me off. <gasps> Oh, I love that. I feel the same. The,
1: the world, the, yeah, it's because it comes across as what it is intended is just, just self gratuitous yeah. love. I Although,
3: understand or, what, uh, the, the child thing, right? So I understand if you, because then it pops up on Facebook memories. So if you want to post something and just, but I would post like, can't believe like Indies 3 today. It's gone so quickly. Oh, yeah, I do that. About blah, myself. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but
1: it is the, when it's directed to especially like the dead people thing you know but I do yeah I, I was just about to say because I am guilty of doing the, the, the annual <laughs> time of everything I, we you, always hate on it. I'm literally I've, I'm up there you I'm are. there flying the flag but when but when you get a kind of an anniversary of my nan's death you know I might do like a little picky up of her and do like you know it's nice Miss to remember but I won't talk to my nan I won't do a nan I, thing I, I is know.
3: though no one else cares about your nan no but then isn't that true? So, why pho- are you it But on then Facebook? isn't that the
1: same with Facebook? I no one really it, cares about people's lunch. No. You know, and all the other vacuous crap that people. No one really cares it's about someone done five pull ups in Does the gym. Does anyone really fucking no care one about anything I don't care apart about, from themselves? I don't care about anyone's holiday photos. I don't oh care God. about their, their. I don't pets. care either. I don't care if their child's just got a swimming bath. do you think
3: that the possible demise of social media is impending? I really do. I really, really think that social media is going to fall out of favour. It's gonna have its. It's only up. bad. It's bad for you. Yeah. It's not good for I, you. Social media. i had a bit
1: of a detox over Christmas and New Year. Actually, I haven't been on it that much. No. And it was um,
3: felt nice. Yeah, I felt it was nice. I got my screen time notification. Oh yeah. And um, it's gone down. I need to do that. I haven't got that. It's, app. it's quite good actually, because I always aim to get it down every week, which well, is quite good. motivating. Thanks to your voice note, Rancho. I completely agree with she you. She was seriously angry. Um, we should hang out sometime. Um, we've got an email from Edna. Hi, Edna. She says, hi, lovely girls. I'm sat here 11pm Friday night. My husband went out for one drink at 7pm. I got home from work at 6.30, fed our dogs, bathed our one-year-old and put him to bed, did the dishes, made dinner. My husband has always liked to party hard, if you know what I mean. But since our son came along, he is awful. He drinks and takes other substances. Ooh, three, oh, this isn't Three good. to five times
1: a week. Oh, no, Edna. Jesus. No. A lot of the
3: time at home when our son is sleeping. Oh, no, that's not on. So I know he's not out with other females. Why would you want to get on it when you're at home? That's sad to t- take drugs in your house when your child's Every sleeping. Every month we're practically bankrupt from his habit. Jesus. He's aggressive to me on his <gasps> come down, and we barely speak anymore. Oh, We've done. started counselling, but he sits there saying nothing. I'm spilling the details of our failing marriage. Oh, it's really sad. Oh, Whilst the guy's telling me that my husband is suffering from an addiction and depression. He had an alcoholic father, so he should know how it feels to have a family ripped apart. Mm. This is all very well analysing him and his feelings, but I'm wondering when do I yes. start thinking of myself yes. you, do you know what in life you have to be selfish I'm mm. preaching that what about the wife he does everything whilst he sleeps and drinks he just about manages to do some work during the day to get by but working from home is doing him no good and I just wish someone at work would just tell him off and go into the office our life is one bad routine okay. should I leave now and try and get on with my life I'm 31 with a nice house which I can't afford without his income or do I be a supportive wife and help him I've started to hate him. He's never nice to me and he's made me feel like a worthless fat person since I had our son. Oh. I want to keep our house, but what happens when you split? Can he pay half of all the bills or do they get away with contributing as little as possible? I feel so depressed, but this has been going on for too long. When is it ever the right time to go your separate ways? Thanks, girls. I listen religiously.
1: Oh, Lou, I feel really, I feel really, sad. really sad. for you. You are carrying an awful problem is, you know it's what, so if he has sad. an addiction and I obviously feel for him on that but people with addictions, it's it is really just, selfish it is. and as in, and as I in I they can't it, help they, it, they, No, I've had people in my family with addictions and it, but it, the, the ramifications of that are so, so um, detrimental yeah. and poisonous to everybody around. But also addiction is selfish and I genuinely
3: think you have to be selfish mm. and it's not just you that's affected, this is your one year old who at the minute won't have much of a clue what's going on, however But let me tell you, the next six months Mm. of your child's growth is major major, yeah. major, major. The difference from one to one and a half mm. is huge and they will pick up on every single little yeah. thing, every mood you know and I Mood, always, language, habits yeah, and they,
1: they're so perceptive. I
3: really believe that when you have kids your priority becomes your children and um, personally if it was me I wouldn't want my kids around a drug addict quite frankly um, and your husband is clearly a drug addict and I would get out now and although you love your house and you want to stay in your house that would honestly be the least of my priorities i'd rather be in a smaller shittier house um happy than in a big house having to rely on his wage living with someone that's that's addicted to drugs
1: there are my kid around it almost feels like a bit of a crunch point because it's like if you want if there is any hope for your marriage Mm. you as lucid you need to start putting yourself massively first here in this situation and from experience um they can and do contribute as little as
3: possible Oh, right. Is that what you've heard? Well, experience. I've never actually taken any money from Dixie's dad. Um, various mm. reasons for that. But um, friends of mine that are going through divorce where they bo- both work, the, the dads, I mean, it's fuck all. It's hundreds
1: of pounds. It's, it's it, bullshit. I, I mean, yeah, you speak from bullshit. experience. I don't have any experience other than I've got some friends that are going through divorces and I... I all I would say is this is why I would err on that side of caution that is one hell of a step to take because it is but you can't difficult. stay with someone for the money honestly no. no you can't I would rather
3: live in a bed set and be away from someone like that that's making you miserable addicted to drugs being around your son with his mood making you feel worthless being angry it's just an awful
1: environment I'm, I'm wondering if if before you go down that route though even a separation, Give one that because there is a child involved and there is a marriage to have that. Listen, we need to we need to not live in the same house at the moment Mm. because I don't want drugs around me. I don't want uh, this this bad attitude. I don't want XYZ XYZ. Maybe that's a solution. Maybe that's something to discuss. I mean, he
3: really is bringing nothing to the table. You're practically bankrupt because he's addicted to drugs and alcohol. This is tough. Um, He doesn't help you with your son. You are made to feel worthless by him. Your life is one bad routine. I, If it was me, you're 31, you're young, same age as me, I would <laughs> get the hell out. And I know that marriage is forever and all that bullshit, but well,
1: there's a reason why divorce is around. But you say marriage is forever, and, I, and I'm, I'm, we, look, we both believe in the sanctity of marriage, but at the same time, marriage has to be 50-50. And it's not and just it's not that. Right I now.
3: really believe that when you have children, they're your number one. Mm. Like They are they are more important than your spouse. We
1: have a responsibility to we them. We do. They You've are, got a
3: responsibility yeah. to your son to shield him from the horrors of drug and alcohol abuse.
1: And an unhappy parent
3: situation. Like, at least if he's got you,
1: you'll be happy. I feel really bad for you, Edna. You ask when is ever the right time to go your separate ways. No, you you and also you will know, and it's up to you whether you want to listen to what we say or not, and essentially you know your situation better than anybody. But it sounds to me this whole email is you kinda know. Yeah. You know where this is going. You
3: know already. You don't need us sitting here. Maybe you did. Maybe you needed that push. Let we, us know we how you free. get on. We yeah. are here for you. Um, oh, we've got a voice note rant from Lee. Is I assume Lee? it's Lee. Are Lee from? Oh, PLC. it's not. No. Oh, it's not Lee from Leon C. Where, where are you, babes?
2: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host morning lovely ladies firstly i just want to say how much i absolutely love your show yeah, I've this since thing. the beginning and it's brilliant and mostly what I do is save them up for long journeys and listen to them all back to back because quite frankly half an hour at a time is not long enough for me. Anyway, um my name's lee from chichester not lee from lee and, I <laughs> run, and it's really annoyed me oh go on um yesterday morning i live in a really beautiful little seaside village gorgeous little place mm. yesterday morning went into our local store to pick up some croissants and bread and bits and bobs oh. nine o'clock not not early not late normal time yep, yep. <laughs> turned around there's three girls in their pyjamas and their dressing gowns. <laughs> not The F. Not swearing, obviously, because you're mum, Louisa. Good girl. <laughs> What's that all about? Who does that? Who wears pyjamas and Peasants. dressing gowns to Peasants a local bae. shop? Like, Peasants. firstly, it's disgusting. Secondly... Just stick on a pair of leggings and a jumper. Thirdly, no. And fourthly, coughing all over the coffee machine, in Ooh. your pyjamas and dressing uh. out, with your hair skanky tied up, skanky. is not right. Ooh. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, whatever you do, don't do it in our local shop. It's gross. It's unhygienic. Don't want to see in your pyjamas. Yuck. <laughs> that is my rant. I hope you enjoy it. I'm sure you agree, because it is disgusting. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. I love
3: Lee. Do you know what Lee does? I know Lee. She is a milliner. Is she? She makes all my hats my oh, event oh. yeah and she came oh my to my god Lose you're lips so live. extra
1: i love this she oh,
3: came to Loose yes. lips live yeah with her daughter that's a good <sighs> friendly i agree it's disgusting and i heard actually probably about a year ago now that tesco's had actually Bandit. banned it banned because all the skanky skankies I, coming in in their pj why
1: would you do that though i think it's i think it's quite uh i think you got some balls just to walk in a Tesco I, mean, I don't know about I you I
3: feel scabby When I go out in a tracksuit mm. Sometimes And I've got really nice Cashmere tracksuits sure, Let me tell sure. you but, and I still feel skanky. I'm going
1: to admit something. Oh, I here, once, she is again. here she is again. Breaking all the rules. <laughs> no, but I I have once. No, it was years ago. Okay. But I did once, and I feel I just feel like I've got a fest to lee as well as well as you and Imo. Mm. Um, but I my what my, my one of my old houses, um, in a little village, and there was a little village shop literally opposite the house. No
3: excuse, Anna. One
1: morning I did literally nip across, um, in no dressing gown. I put like <gasps> I put trainers on and stuff, but like that doesn't make it. I put trainers on, <laughs> oh, so no. it was. Okay, I literally nipped in to get some milk. No one saw me other than the shopkeeper man, and then I nipped home again. So, and I, but I had, I was full of remorse. I was like, I can't believe I've just done that. But it, but not enough remorse. Not enough remorse to not make you. But do it, it. it's, it's a bit skanky. It's, it's more come than a on, bit, people! It's a it's bit foul. Fucking scabby. It's yeah, it's not nice. It's like not
3: honestly, nice. people nowadays. There's no pride. There's no pride.
1: People there let themselves You know, like go. in the olden
3: days, and the women mm. would always wear hats, and the hair would always be done. It was so lovely and romantic. I think you're born in the wrong era. Got, I do too. Yeah. You should have been born
1: in the twenties.
3: I would have loved that. Like mm. looking amazing all the time. The men being real gentlemen. Everything was fabulous. People learned to dance. You know, they learned like the foxtrot and stuff. <laughs> I just love that a whole notion and now you have chavs going out with their fucking pajamas with their fucking probably no knickers on with all their ni- noonie juice dripping oh, down the oh it's just there.
1: grim oh that's so vile exactly it's oh, vile i can't believe you said it Anyway, we've had an email from Katie. Okay, good, on that note. Hi, Louisa, Anna, and Imo. First of all, I can't get enough of your podcast. Thanks, doll. Uh, always listen whilst walking mid dog. Uh, my favourite dog walks of the week on Monday and Thursday. Thank no you, No coincidence dog. there, Anna. Oh, thank you, babes. Um, could really do with some advice. Louisa, I really admire... Oh, there you go. See? Here's all the advice this, about your parents. This parenting. relates to my last hey, run. Louisa, I really admire you, uh, admire how you parent your girls and I've taken many tips from you with bringing up my son, who... Was nine months old the last it baby girl. Uh, baby girl. she basically don't go abroad that's her latest tip yeah the last thing i want to raise is a snowflake millennial it's i strange. had a strict middle class upbringing my first job at 13 and have worked extremely hard to get where i am today good for you Unfortunately, my parents are no longer here, so I can't ask them for advice. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. If my dad especially uh, could see these entitled little shits that people are pumping, pumping out,
2: out. he <laughs> would be
1: horrified. I love that. So my question is, what can I do to help prevent my son becoming one of these assholes? Could ask the in-laws, but they're off the boat Sicilians. Anna, I'm sure you can relate <laughs> here. Yes, I can. And don't have quite the same outlook on life. No, I think there's a definite culture shift there. I could appreciate that. Um, any advice would be greatly appreciated thanks from katie Ah,
3: oh, thanks for your email yeah, katie. well
1: it's all on you Lou. spotlight this is hard because you know what i find that for the first four years
3: of their life it's quite easy not to raise a snowflake however then mm. they start school and let me tell you the school, it's like a constant battle with fucking snowflake virus. Is
1: it? Oh talk, my yeah, God. Yeah, talk to us about this because you do, like, I don't know about this yet either because you've got Dixie, obviously. So, who's what, eight? Uh, do you
3: know what? She's eight and a half. And yeah, she's yeah. in year four. Um, so, one of my friends posted a, a video. Her son had gone back to school and I think he goes to a bit of a posh, like, wanky private school. And um, they were all releasing balloons. Um, on her instagram today new year wishes and i replied to her instagram story and i put raising snowflakes that's all i replied and she put i know but why like you know what and i had parents evening recently Oh my gosh. i bet they see her walking in and it's I said, <laughs> I said you know i'm quite concerned um about these mindfulness classes You seem to be doing It's It's not fucking good They're all a pathetic bunch of losers Mm
1: -hmm. You know I
3: said you know I'm quite concerned about this Mindful, like what are you teaching my child? You're not qualified in any way. Oh, who's you're teaching not, the mindfulness? I'm the teacher. It's some fucking re- like, what the fuck is going on? You know, you're not qualified. You're not a therapist. Okay, okay. You know, what's all this bullshit? You're, you know, mm. and Dixie's coming home. Oh, mummy, I think I've got anxiety. You haven't got fucking anxiety, Dixie. Grow the fuck up. She goes to me, mummy, I don't know if I can go. On she's a very posh, Dixie. She goes to private she school. She is. Yeah, she's yeah, a she bit is. of a posh, stuck-up bitch. Um, <laughs> I do love God. her. So, um, she said, Mummy, I'm a little bit concerned about the school trip next year. Like now, Next this year. year? No, right. she said this last year. So it's in May. She said, I'm a little bit concerned because I think that um, a, a little friend at school, I won't say her name in case the mum's listening, Um you know me and whatever Dorothy, a little bit concerned because we might have anxiety about oh, it. Oh, she
1: didn't say that.
3: I went Dixie, grow a pair of balls. I said, "You're going on the school trip. You don't need to be anxious about the school trip." From? She learned that from somewhere. I think obviously they've been talking. Someone's about been, somewhere. yeah, yeah. Mm. So um, I was like, "No, you don't need to worry about this. You just need to get on with things in life. Sometimes things put you out of your comfort zone, darling. You have got to learn to cope and get on with it." I'm very matter of fact. So I went. You to his sound parents. like my dad. I went to his parents. <laughs> (laughs) evening and then they said you know dixie's really popular in the class she's a bit of a ringleader however she does lack compassion sometimes and i said well it's no surprise there you're talking to one of the most least empathetic and compassionate people you can ever meet and i am quite extreme with the lack of compassion because andrew um dixie's stepdad and andrew's dad oliver are very soft
1: Oh. and yeah
3: me and Dixie's stepmom uh, Johanna Joe we're we're quite hardy with her cuz we try and make up for the How dads Uh, So I'm like, Joe, you know, you need to put. She's like, yeah, I know, fucking snowflake bullshit. So she's quite, yeah, yeah. she's actually, I've met her and I wouldn't mess with her. I really like her. She looks quite, yeah, she looks quite hardcore. In a good way. Yeah, she's good. She takes Mm. no shit. Mm. So it's hard when they go to school because you have these other influences that that come in and schools are quite flat. And it's all, you know, I don't condone bullying in any way, shape, or form. But I think it's good um, to learn that sometimes people aren't always nice. And do you know what? Not everyone has to like you either. Absolutely. It's okay. And it's okay to come first and sense. second and to lose it's sometimes. It's okay. You know, I got told off for cheering at sports you, day. Oh, you didn't. Oh, my yeah. God. I cannot say Not allowed to cheer. Like, it's, fuck off. Winning is good. You want to win in life, okay? But also... And you need it, to teach your child to be it? competitive because the world is competitive. And the problem is you wrap them up in cotton wool, mm-hmm. you raise a little pansy pussy snowflake, and then they go out into the real world... And they go what and the they hell? go. Oh my God! I can't we cope. We can't cope with no can't life. Cope, yeah. What's going
1: on? Life's a fucking competition, and you gotta aim to be top dog. And you have to know what it's like to lose. Yeah. And because if you don't know, I mean, my God, the rejections I've had in life yeah. have, have fired me up People even just more. Can't to succeed. cope with it I know. I'm with you. We. I think this whole nonsense of yeah, not it's a silent cheering. I, I think it's that weird. Katie,
3: that you're on your, If you're aware of not raising a snowflake, yeah, you If you're fine yeah. with your kid crying now and again, it's okay for them to cry right let them cry let them know what that emotion feels like you don't always have to put a plaster over emotions you don't have to bandage a tantrum let them tantrum oh, hello, let them cry let them this be angry but it annoys me because it's like oh my god my kid can't cry oh my god they're crying what should I do let them fucking cry let them know what feeling sad feels safe like and let happy, them know what feeling angry feels like let them be so angry they will smash up their room once in a while. Dixie did it. Yeah, they all do that shit. And then you tell them off and then you're like, it's okay to be angry, but you need to direct your anger in a good way. Oh, Anyway, good. good luck, Katie. Good luck,
1: Katie, as you say. And I'm... Uh, look, yeah, your son will be fine. He'll be fine. He's got a great mum. Um, voice note rant from Patsy. Here we go.
0: Good morning, girls. First of all, love podcast. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm actually submitting this rant to you live oh. as it's happening. Oh. So... I'm, I've just arrived into work and I was in a really good mood and we have limited parking spaces in our car park, so it's really difficult to find somewhere to park. And some utter bellend has decided Great word. that they're going to park two spaces. perfectly across two spaces. Oh! Why do people think that this is okay arsehole. to do? Why? So why would, selfish. Why? If I'm slightly over the line, I start hyperventilating. Yeah, I agree. Why would you? Why would you why? do that? Who? Who's decided that you're? You have the right to be such an ultimate prick. Bit, bit blowy to, to park over two spaces. I don't give a shit that you're driving. Some people carry out walking. Yeah, she's the foyer. Why
1: people think, feel the need to do this. Unbelievable. I'm with you. I'm with you. And do you know what I would do, Lou? I would go and make or download a fake parking ticket and stick it <laughs> on that I bought screen. them. I bought some yeah. from eBay. Do it. Because it drives... Station near where we live. Yeah. Uh, you've, you're fighting tooth and nail to get space in there. Some other bastard did it the other day. I mean, I know I've got quite a big car, but they were they, were, they were hogging See, two I, lanes. I've got a little car just to driving and park at the train Cautious. station. Honestly.
3: But you do need a little car. It's so hard. You need a little car. Well, it's, I Thanks think that's your, absolutely um, awful. Boys, snake patsy. We agree with you. We're pleased that you could get that off your chest. Um, that's it for another Loose
1: Lips Extra Lippy. We will be back on Monday. And, of yeah. course, we need you and your content. Yes, we do. Get your rants in, everything else. Uh, email is looselipspod at gmail.com. The number to WhatsApp them to is 07395346101. We'll put it in the podcast description. But as Lou always says, save it in your phone. Of
3: course, you'll get your usual episode. I don't know what I'm talking about now. Of course, you'll get your usual episode of Blue Slips on Monday. Please do subscribe, rate, review, and we will see you next week. Have a good one.
2: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.